everything I've ever had, Teft, Kaladin whispered. The light eyes have taken from me. My family, my brother, my friends, more. More than you can imagine. They see what I have, and they take it. He held up a hand and could faintly make out a few glowing wisps trailing from his skin, since he knew what to look for. They'll take it. If they can find out what I do, they'll take it. Heroes of presents Stormpod, a Stormlight Archive podcast. Book 2, Words of Radiance. Spoiler warning for chapters two and three of Words of Radiance. If you haven't gotten that far in your reading yet, I would suggest going back and making sure that you're all caught up. If you have skipped an episode, go back and listen to us, uh, jolly fellows. You might not want to miss any of our hot takes on any previous chapters. But if you are exactly where you're supposed to be, then enjoy the episode. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Q, and he just got back from getting a Stormpod logo tattooed on his forehead. Oh my God, it's Jack! What's up? I did. I yeah. did. How, how are you, sir? I am good. The big black H with the sword going right through it, that's the pretty big sweet. big black H, yeah, yeah. I've got that branded uh, somewhere. Yeah. I don't know if I can talk about it. But, well, you're covering up your, uh, your, uh, your, uh, um, your slave brand, right? <laughs> that's right. right. That's right. right. Um, wow. So what's going on, man? Um, I think you have a good we week? Should, I think I think we should. Well, yes, it's been it's been a good week, but I think we should con- uh, consider getting the, these uh, these tattoos. We might want to actually. The uh, we um, might want to do a pod at a tattoo parlor and ooh, and get these and get maybe these we should do that. You know what we'll do? Let's wait <laughs> because um, in this chapter, um, mm. Kaladin says, "Give me a little bit of time, and I'll come up with a glyph for the patch." So maybe yes. we'll wait until you what, see, what a or great, see or know uh, that we're, we're going to cover it. But what a, what a great moment, eh? So great when they cut so the great. the patch off. When they cut the patch yeah, off, they're like... dead, Gancho. <laughs> yes, you've got. We're not them. <laughs> I love that. They're dead. Yeah, we're bridge four. And he's like, that's, "There's that moment. Uh, right. we're obviously, like you said, we're going to get there." But um, we're gonna Ka- get there. Cal's like, you know fucking bridge four almost killed you guys like you're free of that and he's like we're still bridge four it doesn't matter i know it's so great. good it's so good yeah all right well let's get into it then um let's get into it chapter yeah. two the wor- words not the words i'm here i am adding things again <laughs> the costco words the, the words of radiances <laughs> all of the radiances <laughs> all of the radiances um chapter two bridge Bridge for the beginning, Navani colon, another entry from her journal. Yeah. And I've got something to say about this. That's this a good could one. Be, could be another prediction on mm-hmm. my on okay, my Okay, well, let's do this. Our first clue was the Parshendi. Even weeks before they abandoned their pursuit of the gem hearts, their pattern of fighting changed. They lingered on the plateaus after battles as if waiting for something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what do oh, you think? you know what, actually? It's the well, next I one? mean, um, sorry. Is it the next one that you have notes about? Is that why you... it's the next one that I have notes it's, about? It's a but, good one uh, too. 
but but even with this one um um i'm cu- I, again i'm curious about the timing right as to when she's recorded these this things. is the same time as the last one so genesis 1174 so so far these two three because we know the next one as well mm-hmm. um is all written almost at the same time almost like mm-hmm. she wrote the first part this part and the next part all one after another in the same pair, like in the same, on the same page. Do you know what I mean? Like this is just an excerpt from, so it's almost like part, uh, uh, you know, chapter one's excerpt, chapter two's excerpt and chapter three's excerpt could all be put together. If you took them all out Do and we put not? them together on a page, you could read them like they goes fluidly, right? Do we not say the, the PT and ex- excerpt? Egg, egg, what did I say? <laughs> excerpt? I don't know. Excerpt. I just, I'm just a fan. <laughs> Excerpt. Excerpted. Ex- yeah. It's, you know, like, uh, it's like, it, it's like the raspberry thing. You know, like, raspberry? No, raspberry. Raspberry. <laughs> yeah, it's a raspberry. Um, yeah, so if you, like, if I read this here, let me just read this. Um, to be perf- mm-hmm. perfectly frank, what has happened these last two months is upon my head. The death, destruction, loss, and pain are my burden. I should have seen it coming, and I should have stopped it. Our first clue was the Parshendi. Even weeks before they abandoned their pursuit of gem hearts, their pattern of fighting oh. changed. They lingered on the plateaus after battle, as if waiting for something. Right. So it's, it's a Soldiers continuation. Soldiers reportedly being watched from afar by unnerving numbers of Parshendi scouts. It's almost like she's writing this right. journal this about... Journal entry. Yeah, yeah, and it's, yeah. Uh, these are yeah. just parts of it, right? It's almost like ex- they can ex- flow together. Excerpted. It's excerpted. Okay, Navani's well, got some um, sick flow. So... I do have some things to say regarding this excerpt, mm-hmm. but uh, it is not until the next one for chapter three. So we start here with um, Kaladin breathing deeply. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this. The first word is breath. Mm-hmm. Um, his own little storm inside of himself. Yeah. Um, it says here, when kings and wealthy light eyes died, their bodies weren't burned like those of common men. Mm-hmm. Instead, we, they were soul cast into statues of stone or metal forever frozen. What do you, what do you think of that? It's uh, cool. It's not the first time we've heard about this in this series. Right. They, they mention it in the way of Kings as well. Um, right. The, um, it's kind of ostentatious that really wealthy light eyes would have their, like use yeah. this precious, you know, Vornism and the Ardents believe that these soul casters are such important religious relics that they're being used to soul cast fuck off, like assholes into statues, like fuck off. Well, this is, well, you this know what is, I mean? Well, it kind of reminded me a little bit about some of the reaction to things today with regards to the statues that were, that we have erected you know, right. from history. And, That's true. That's true. Um, it, it gets, it gets controversial, right? The part of this that I really like is the, um, when he starts talking about the dark guy's bodies being burned and how, um, mm. it's burned like a prayer, you know, they, they I write know, this glyph. I love that. I love, I, I made note of that. This glyph prayer on this like paper. They became smoke. Mm-hmm. The dark guy's bodies, they became smoke. I love that. Rising toward the heavens. And whatever waited there, like a burned prayer. Yeah, yeah. It's really nice. Really nicely put. Yeah, it's very nice imagery. It's um, it's almost like, in my mind, when in this Vornism, you know, like uh, Cal's mom, um, mm-hmm. would uh, write these prayers on uh, on paper and then burn them. Even in that scene, right. the the Thathbrand uh, uh, that Navani paints on the ground and then burns it, it's like that prayer can only reach the Almighty if it's burned. And it's almost right. like these dark eyes 
are going to reach the Almighty, whereas the right. Light Eyes are stuck on right. Roshar forever being tormented inside this like right. soul cast statue or something, right? I feel like it's better for the Dark Eyes than it is for the Light Eyes. Well, and 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 I kind of liked it that that you know that the only hope is with the Dark Eyes, like them them becoming a prayer, right? You know, like they are our only prayer. You you right. are you you are yeah, my I only like hope, Obi Wan. You know, like yeah. like the 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 dark eyes somehow are are the key like the ultimate prayer right like this is like far beyond what you could draw on a piece of paper from with a glyph this is like the living embodiment of a prayer is by burning your dead yeah. and letting the smoke rise yeah. to the almighty i like it a lot it's really freaking cool but 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 it's it's really cool and 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 also i think story wise um these these dark eyes like these these slaves that were that we're experiencing in, in bridge 4 mm-hmm. um they are the ones that have turned the tide. They are, they are achieving the, like they are prayers answered. Right. Yeah. It's really cool. You you might even say that they're living on a prayer. They are. <laughs> any kind of, uh, any kind of, uh, uh um, Jovi. <laughs> I'm not going to launch into a John no? right now. No way. No, why not? No, I can't, I can't do it. Well, because right. I, I kind of get stuck on the keep the faith thing and the haircut thing, and then I can't do it. Okay. It's um, my life. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like the way this is put as well. The breath of a light eyes was no different from that of a dark eyes. No more sweet, no more free. The breath of kings and slaves mingled. I really like that. To be breathed again like by men again and again, like this, mm-hmm. you know, there's no matter mm-hmm. how over, over and much over. you Every. keep them separate, you're still living mm-hmm. in the same world. Like there's no, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I like it a lot too. So, so there's a cloak hanging up, a deep blue colon glyph on it. It's Dalinar's sigil on the back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I like how he, um, doesn't put it on. No, exactly. Yeah, it's no. like almost like he doesn't feel worthy of it or something, eh? I just think he's not not quite ready. And and he's he's still hesitant to to trust Dalinar fully. I mean, they, they there's some discussions coming up about it. For sure. Um it seemed it seemed that every change in his life in Kaladin's life had been marked by a storm. I underlined that line. I yeah, really me too. It. I liked it and then I I have a comment about it that you know, yeah. I feel like that sometimes too, but every big moment in my life is marked by a counting crow song, which sounds fucked up, but like I have a long, <laughs> oh, really? yeah, I have a long line of songs by this band that were there for me whenever I had a big moment in my life. When I first moved away to school, you know, I, um, I was super sad. I mean, I went to Peterborough. I loved, loved Trent University, it's, but it's sad to move away from home. And that uh, Recovering the Satellites album came out that same year when I went to school. And a long December spoke to how it felt coming home for the holidays, but knowing that I had changed. You know, I was so afraid to go to school. And then when I came home, I was like, I was excited to go back to school again. It was a very long December waiting to go back home, going back to school. Right. And then. I mean, I, I fell in love with a girl and the song High Life off their third album it completely explained exactly how I felt. First time I had ever truly fallen in love. Both my kids, I have a lullaby that I sing to them when they were when they were first born. And they're both kind of different Counting Crows songs. So 
they might not be my favorite band um, that I listen to all the time, but they're the band I think that means the most to me. So when he says, you know, there's every major moment in his life is marked by a storm, I feel like that too. But for me, it's songs. There's certain songs by this band that just are really important, you know? That's really cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so he left the cloak alone and he uh, he leaves the barracks and uh, the bridge four cheer yeah, him the, when he the, gives out. He's like, yeah, like, yeah, so... so- yeah, so he, yeah, he's he's greeted by these by these amazing cheers from from the men, who are out to uh, bathe in the riddance of the storm. I still love that. Yeah, it's super homoerotic, though. Let's be honest. It's no, it's you know what it. It's a group well, of guys. You know, I suppose it can be, but b- bunch I mean, of guys just wearing open fly vests, no shirts, washing them each other in the rain. Rocks. Hey, come over here. I'll shave you. Like it's there's a little <laughs> bit of that. Sure. It's okay. I mean, like, you know what? I, I, I just, I just think it's, I just really, I, I, it speaks to the, the comfort that these sort of men have found in each other. Exactly. And, uh, and purpose, right? So, and for them to just, uh, you know, be enjoying like the simple things, like whether it's stew or whether it's bathing in the riddens and getting a shave from rock, which I think is hilarious that rock lines them up and he's he's the guy like he's the right. guy with the with the straight with the straight razor or whatever right and and gives them a shave i think that's just fantastic well this comes back that the I whole shaving thing comes back later when they talk about how all the other bridgemen don't look right. like bridge yeah, four don't except for taft right yeah he still keeps the beard and somewhat squared yeah and it says in the t- i wanted to talk to you about that yeah squared like like an ardent right right Right. I wanted to see if that was a bit of a clue about Teft. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we don't know much about him. So, I mean, if you right. are Batman so, right now, you are finding clues. The, okay. Uh, so world's I, greatest okay. detective over here. <laughs> world's greatest detective. Okay. You know what we do get in uh, on page uh, 43 of the paperback is we get a mention here, Sean, of the lumber yards. Ooh, I like it. So I know I was like, ooh, that's nice. It says, in many ways, this place wasn't so different from the lumberyards his men had recently escaped. Right. And I was just thinking about our little our little fan theory. Yeah, about, about our little uh, headcanon of these. You know what I feel? Yeah. I feel like there's a moment in our fanfic that we write where um, <laughs> they come back to the um, the, 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 the lumberyards to get the hurt, like the wounded men that they left behind to bring them back yeah. to the colon camp. And yeah. uh, the, the two lumberjacks, <clears throat> the two carpenters are like, See is, it's been nice to know is, you know. There's like a sad like, yeah. you know, yeah. like a sad Elton John song playing in the background. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> uh, Elton John. Okay, I might have picked Kurt Vile, but all right. Okay, well, yeah, either um, way, uh, something something morose and you know yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> little Elliot Smith. Bring yeah, a little they, Elliot Smith. There you go. That's perfect. Actually, that's perfect. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's funny. Um, okay, so continuing on here. So yeah. Kaladin calls out for Moash, Scar, and Teft. Uh, I want to look at what we've got, Kaladin says, and he brings them together. Yeah. And he's going over all of these barracks, and um, he'd been given an entire block, 20 buildings, we, we knew this from before, uh, to house his new battalions of former bridgemen, 20 buildings. Um, says here that Dalinar, Dalinar should so easily be able to find a block of um, of 20 buildings for the bridgeman bespoke a terrible truth. Right. The cost of Sadius's betrayal. Right. Like, it, that's, it must be really, 
that must leave a, a huge hole, I think, in, in war. In this whole camp, you, right? Yeah, like he, they yeah. say later whenever they, um, they're walking around and he's like, he realizes, he thinks, oh, wow, this camp is really well structured and everyone's really like, yeah. you know, like behaving properly. And then he's like, yeah. but maybe it has to do with the fact that there's literally no one left in this camp right. and everyone's just really sad and like Dude. it's, so yeah. 20 it's, buildings worth? Like. Yeah. Like the cost of this betrayal and I just, oh, I'm just so, as, as a first time reader, I'm just, oh, I'm yeah. just wanting the, con, I'm wanting the confrontation. Mm-hmm. I want the resolution with Sadia. So Cal, bad. uh, Cal says like seeing the, the loved ones of the soldiers, like, mm-hmm. you know, like in mourning makes him hate Sadius even more. And then, right. then he starts thinking of like men being betrayed, the, you know, men that you're fighting with and then betraying them is like the worst possible thing that you can do to someone. And that makes him think of Amaram. Yes. Um, I want to go over the, the, these two chapters just a little bit. It says, Sadius has, had just created thousands of new widows right. in Dalinar's camp, and likely as many orphans. If Kaladin had needed another reason to hate the man, he found it here. Yeah. Manifest in the suffering of those whose husbands had trusted him. Right. And then you're right. He says, it says here, Kaladin's eyes, there was no greater sin than the betrayal of one's allies in battle, except maybe for betraying your own men. Right. Which he did. Or, or murdering them after they risked their lives to protect you. Right. Yeah. 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 And I, I like this. And the little ending, when he's thinking about Amram, it says here in the text, his slave brand seemed to burn again. Yeah. Isn't that neat? Yeah. Like it's you, almost like, like a you've got the memory psychosomatic of, kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, people exactly. have, uh, when people have panic attacks or in, major anxiety that sometimes their anxiety will come out in pain. Like, oh, I got a back pain or my leg right. is hurting and it's, your leg's not hurting. It's just like your, the psychosomatic feeling that you're making this part of your body ache. And so his, you know, his burn I, itches. I, I can't, I, I can't even imagine what it must feel like being, you know, a young capable man mm-hmm. who not only is a is a brilliant uh, surgeon son of a surgeon mm-hmm. but also a brilliant uh swordsman spearman you know killer right like soldier and mm-hmm. like and, and not just garden variety sword uh, soldier amazing soldier and then you're branded a slave right for something that you did was completely honorable yeah and he says here, yeah, he, well, he doesn't say, but he thinks Amaram and Sadius, two men in Kaladin's life who would at some point need to pay for the things they've done. Preferably yeah. that payment would come with severe interest. Like yeah. Cal is not forgetting this anytime soon. No. You know no. what I mean? I, I, He's I free. His men are free. They're alive. They should be happy. All the other, all the other guys are like, let's shower in the rain and we'll get rock to shave us. <laughs> Woo! And, and Cal's like, I, they're going to pay. And Kaladin's taking names. Yeah. He's taking he's names. He's making his he's, Aria list. He, yeah. He's, he's got his own, list. he's got his own journal. He's got one journal. He just keeps writing Sadius over and over and over. <laughs> Another page, Amaram over and over and over. It's like the, uh, the scene in every weird movie where the psycho kid is like scribbled and drawn yeah. circles and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do like it that it says here when, when they're looking over all the new recruits, right? So, so they've got, they've got new men to right. train, right? Well, they've so got, uh, like <clears throat> 950 new men or whatever, 970 yeah, new men. Yeah. Cause bridge mm-hmm. four was only 35 men big, right? That's right. That's right. But it says here that, um, 
just one little observation about these about these men, which right. were Bridge Four, by the way. So Bridge Four looked like this, right at the beginning. And remember now the men, eyes. and now the right. Yeah. So so now they're looking and it says each man seemed uh, to sit alone, even when surrounded by his fellows. Mm-hmm. I love that. But these men, that, Jack, that if this is the thing for that you mentioned in Way of Kings, these none of yeah. these men have a name. No. Well, right? that's just it. They're, they're sitting alone, even when surrounded by others. I mean, right. That's just, that's a brilliant observation. And mm-hmm. now, and not only has Kaladin <clears throat> given these men of Bridge Four a shot at life, a shot at, you know, a shot at dignity, their names are back, they're, mm-hmm. they've got, they've got fellowship, they've got, you know, they've got purpose, they've got meaning, but now he's also given them like awareness. Right. Like, like self-awareness that they, now they can see it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So it's almost got to be really... worse for these other 965 men because at least Cal prepared bridge four in small steps, right? Here, tell us your name. Who are you guys? Mm. We, we live together. We're bridge four. I'm going to teach you yeah. to fight. I'm going to teach you to be a medic. I'm going to teach you to care. You need to care yeah. about what you right. do in life. And these yeah. men, these bridge four men were already primed and ready to be free men, but all these other bridge crews they're still not fully formed people. They're still literally. Oh, they're so broken, dude. Right. Well, I, I think I think Kaladin says in this chapter that he needs a year. Right. Right. A year. I love to that part. This. I can't wait till we get to that quote because that's okay, when he look. tells. That's when he says to them, "Give me a year, and I'll have a, a, a thousand band mercenary group, and we can do whatever we yeah. want after that." Oh, dude! Isn't dude. that awesome? Yeah, he's, he's he's thinking ahead. Yeah, he's got so the long Moash game. says. So Moash says, in looking at all these recruits, he's like, "We're supposed to turn those into an army." Yeah. Kaladin did it to Bridge Four, didn't he? Te- uh, Tef says, and he'll do it again. Transforming a few dozen men is different from doing the same for hundreds, Moash says. Yeah, and that's true. And it says, Mo- Moash, uh, just a note here, Moash did not have the slave brand on his on his forehead. No. He's got dark, he's got dark eyes, but he holds himself, I, I like this, holds himself as if, uh, in, in, and he could have passed for an, for an officer. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, I kind of, I'm really curious about this, this Moash. He kid, carries himself of, like a... Like an officer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he holds himself like an officer. They, they, later on, when they get to the uh, the tattooing thing, they also say that Teft doesn't have doesn't have a slave brand on his forehead. That's right. Those are the only two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, maybe Rock too. But, maybe Rock too. Rock does not have one, but elects to get the tattoo. So, but right. so does Teft. Yeah, Teft I think, gets. I think Moash well. gets it too. One well, of them skips out. Might be Scar or Moash. I forget now. Maybe. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, so nearly a thousand men. Um, are, are coming in for them to, to split up. So Kaladin says, we're going to combine, we're going to combine them into 20 crews, about 50 each. Um, and then, then it goes on to that. Um, we've already gone over this, the, uh, I put an asterisk there because I think it's a clue, uh, that Teft, uh, you know, retained a beard, but he keeps it kind of square. Right. Um, and it says almost like an ardent. So I got my, my asterisk. Mm-hmm. In the text on that one. You assume some of them will be more eager, Kaladin. They all look like the same level of despondent to me. And also I find it's interesting that Moash is saying despondent. It seems like a little sophisticated, you know, language a little, just a little bit. A little bit. Um, it also Coming seems pretty negative from Moash to, to, to not be all for trying to help these men. Like he just had his whole life change, right? Like, so he's a little yeah. negative. He's a negative Nancy. Or, or a little suspicious. Yeah. Um, 
I do some, like hear that he says the... he's going to like, Cal's like, we're going to pick 40 men yeah. and we're going to tr specifically train two men from each of these group. So we're going to train right. these 40 men and then these men. And then they. They yeah. will go in and hopefully, right. um, like they'll be the seed that'll hopefully give the men some, some that's help. That's the word I, I underline. Yeah. The seed. Right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the planting. Perfect. Right. And then yeah, it's perfect. awesome that Teft is going to be the one who's going to be in charge of these. Teft is going to be in charge of training. Right. I mean, that's, that's his, that's his main job here. Mm -hmm. Um, and he says, I'm going to give you a few men to help with that Teft. And, right. And, uh, Teft's like a, a few, I could use a little more than a few. Right. And Kaladin says, you'll have to make do with a few because most of us are going to be, uh, are going to be needed to keep Dalinar Colon alive. Right. Right. Which I thought, and the first time I read that, I, was, I thought that was just a great Right, great because, moment. you know, it's great to, to say, oh, in a year <clears> from <throat> now, we're going to have a thousand fully trained men and we're going to be amazing, but they still got a job to do. This whole thing well, is uh, dependent upon trying to keep Dalinar alive. Exactly. Right. Without without Dalinar Colon, there is no bridge four. Well, that's what they say here, right? They say they say that um, if, um, if Dalinar dies... Right. Because of the assassin in white or any kind of other yeah. high prince who is trying to kill him. They'll be right? resold. Then yeah. he, they'll be just, yeah, they'll be resold. Yeah. And then resold. Sadius will kill them all. Sadius will kill them. They're right, right back where, where they started. Right. Unless they can conceive of some other way to escape. Right, right? exactly. Yeah. So, um, okay, so Sil, Sil comes here and I just, I, I want to just touch on one one word. So when, when she comes in the first time in this chapter, it says, Sil alighted on Kaladin's shoulder. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to touch on that because the part one is called Alight. Oh, that's right. Yeah, good catch. Good right. catch. I didn't get that. So yeah. um, so I like that. And I, I don't know if it, it I, I don't think that Sil has been described as appearing that way. So I just thought that was interesting. Mm -hmm. Sil alighted on Kaladin's shoulder. Well, they're both the changing, form of a, right? Of a young woman. Yeah, a young woman with a flowing, filmy dress, all blue and white. It seems like she is, is um, able to change her appearance. We know that for sure. Yep. And yep. Um, the men are going through a change. So it would make sense that Syl would be going through that change as well. Like the men are yep. going to get some new, uh, some new threads later. And so it makes sense why she would kind of look a little different too. Alighted. Mm -hmm. I just, I, th I thought that was, I'm delighted in the alighted. Mm -hmm. Um, we need to keep that man alive. Kaladin says, I don't know if I trust him, but he's the only person on these planes who has shown even a hint of compassion for Bridgman. Right. If he dies, do you want to guess how long it will take his successor to sell us back to Sadius? Scar says, I'd like to see them try with a night radiant at, uh, at our head. I'm not a radiant. Fine, whatever. Whatever you are, it'll be tough for them to take us from you. You think I can fight them all, Scar? Dozens of shard bearers, tens of thousands of troops. You think one man could do that? Not one man. You. I'm not a god, Scar. I can't hold back the weight of ten armies. We decided to stay here on the Shattered Plains. Why? What good would it do to run, Teft asks. Even as free men, we just end up conscripted into one army or another out there in the hills. Either that or we'd end up starving. So yeah, this is I like, I like this conversation because it's just it just puts to the forefront like what's the most important thing? And that is protecting Dalinar. And that right. is where I think it's where Kaladin, Moash, and Scar are gonna put their concentration. Like one of those three are always going to be watching Dalinar. Yeah, and or, it needs to be or, because they're the three better fighters, right? 
<clears throat> right. So that's that's awesome. I just love that. Dalinar Colon is our best hope for a real life, Kaladin says. Mm-hmm. Um, if we want freedom, we need to keep him alive. And then Scar asks, and the assassin in white? Right. And then the next paragraph is great. It says that he's been slaughtering kings. Word is getting around. Slaughtering yeah. kings and high princes in all nations. The emperor of Azir is dead. Yakovet is in turmoil. A half dozen other nations left without a ruler. Right. This is unreal. Like, yeah. I almost want to read every single chapter or bit of text that would describe each of those right. battles, right? Like, right. I just, I, we I get want... like, we get the best one when he goes and kills the king in uh, Yakaved, which is when right. the king of Yakaved um, lays a trap for him, and he's all like, "This is on you for setting an ambush for me, because now everyone has to die." So right. uh, that's the most carnage that Zeth can mm-hmm. can can do. I think that everything else that got done before that is probably a minor a minor skirmish. He probably just took care of everyone so easily. Right. He already he's already killed our king. Kaladin says, "Old mm-hmm. Gavilar." I like how he calls him Old Gavilar. Old Gavilar. <laughs> yeah. What's with that? So he's like Merlin. Old, old Merlin. Old Gavilar. Old Gavilar <laughs> was the assassin's first murder. Um, okay, so so they have this discussion, and then they they're they're kind of um, Kaladin is is thinking about the about his trust in Dalinar, right? And he says, like, so he's having a bit of doubt, and then he's like, you know what, Sill likes him, and that carried weight. Yeah. So that's great. I I, I just I like that little just that little bit there because it mm-hmm. just it shows that he's he, like I, I want more Kaladin and Sill. Me too. To be honest. That's Me too. I, I want that all the time. And uh, and I think that it's great that he trusts her opinion. It's yeah. important. I love it. And and I and I find the the word the wording is just so apropos that yeah. that that her her approving of Dalinar that that carried weight with Kaladin. Yeah. That's great. Um, so we're weak right now. Kaladin says um, we'll be paid handsomely, but I'll be able to train you for reals. Yeah. Okay. Not in secret. Reels this out time. in the open. So I was like, when I'm when I'm when I was when I was reading that because it it turns over a page. He says, "I'll train. I'll be able to train you, really train you as soldiers yeah. and officers." So I'm thinking, wow. So all of this so far has been like lightweight training for bridge right. four. Right. And it's also because they have to do it in a super <laughs> crunched amount of time. Right. Right. Like, yeah. oh, we only have 45 minutes to be down here right. in the chasm, so I'm going to teach you as much as I can. And that's how mu- And think of it. Cal said Bridge 4 was the best group of men he's ever trained. And ever he had trained? to train them in secret. Can you, dude, can you imagine if he gets a year with yeah. these men? Yeah. If he all the bridgemen, all the bridgemen, maybe not as much as Bridge 4, but they've all got this strength from carrying the bridge, right? This inner, yeah. I won't die. Um, so if he can extrapolate from all of them what I he did with Bridge 4. The bridge, I want all the bridge horses and all the bridge men. I want them all to give uh, to Kaladin so he can make them... Um, Whole again. Um, fighters again. again. Yeah. <laughs> Whole again, yeah. <laughs> um, that was a really bad... Uh, that was a total dad joke there. Um, um, I like how Mo- Moash is like, I like that plan. About turning yes, the, uh, no, the says, men no, into like, like a that. group of mercenaries or whatever. Well, and then in the chapter before, like what you just said, uh, um, what if we were instead a highly skilled mercenary force of a thousand soldiers equipped with the finest gear 
Yeah. In the war camps. If we'd have to abandon the camps, I'd like to do so as a cohesive, hardened unit. Impossible right. to ignore. And then Moash, like, I like this. That's Yeah, great. I like it, yeah. Yeah. We're still dark eyes, Moash. Because he asks, Not... Can, do you think I'm going to be able to use a sword? And then he's like, well, you're yeah. still a dark eyes. Yeah. You, you use a spear. You're still... Yeah, you use a spear. Not you, Scar says. I saw your eyes during the... And then Kaladin says, stop. Yes. Just stop. I don't... No more talk of that. I put an asterisk here and I'm like, he doesn't... He... He doesn't want to be a light eyes. Right. Doesn't even want to... And it sounds like his eyes were not dark eyes when he had exploded with light. Sure. Right? Of course. His eyes went completely light eyes. Yeah. So... Right. So, but, he, but even in mentioning this, like after, a, or this effect, mm-hmm. he, d- he doesn't want to associate. He's like, right. Like, he's, it just makes his skin crawl to even think that he could be a light eyes. Yeah. It's his like worst fear. Right. Right. Um, I'm going to name you officers. He says, you three, along with Sig- uh, Sigzil and Rock, you're, you're, you're going to be lieutenants. Um, Dalinar's made me a captain. And yeah, I like we, that. Scar's need... like, dark-eyed lieutenants, really? And he's yeah. like, well, Dalinar made me a captain, so... He thinks he can get away with it. Yep. So, and he says, "You're. I'm going to name you uh, lieutenants, mm-hmm. but if we do need another rank here, he can insert master sergeant. Right. So that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. Rock's going to be quartermaster in charge of food. For a thousand men, that's great. And I'm going to point uh, point Lopin as his second. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's he's all over yep. that. Yeah, Teft's going to be in charge of training. Sigzil's going to be the clerk. Moash and Scar? Oh, I love this, the, the, the way he, he was thinking about them. He says, um, of all the many trainer bridge four, only these two had instinctively understood they were killers like Kaladin himself. Right. We three, Kaladin says, we are going to focus on watching Delinar Colon. I want one of us three personally guarding him. Yeah, that's often, what I mentioned earlier. Often one of the other two will we'll watch his sons, but make no mistake, the Blackthorn is the man we're going to keep alive at all costs. He is our only guarantee of freedom for Bridge Four. Good, Kaladin says, let's go uh, get the rest of the men. It's time for the world to see you as I do. Right, because anybody, the only thing that people see Dude, I love is that. the slave That's brand, killer. right? Yeah. The slave brand is the only thing that people see, so he's saying, <clears throat> right. let's make the world see you as I do. As I do. Oh, right. dude. Yeah. So it's good. Amazing. So we got a change of scene here. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, Hobber is one of the yeah. first people we, we met in Bridge 4. He yep. was one of the guys that got really badly hurt, and then yep. he seems to be almost fully recovered now. It's been right. months and months and months, right? Yep. He's getting his first tattoo. Mm-hmm. So he's getting his slave, uh, his slave scarring covered over with a tattoo, uh, a glyph that means freedom. I like this line and, here that he says. Yeah, go ahead. Instead, we've got the same line. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, instead he'd chosen to save Hobber rather than letting him die. Kaladin yeah. had saved himself that day too, which is right. really, really cool. To care. It's right. that's what it started, right? That's when it all yeah, started totally. was when he saved this one man. Yep. Um, so they, dis- they discuss the, the options here, um, that, the, that the, uh, glyph says, uh, freedom or it means freedom. Right. Says, uh, Sigzil. The, the smaller ones above say the date you were freed and the one who freed you, Kaladin says. Right. They can go to Kalinar's scribes, um, 
who keep a copy of your writ. So I find this is a, again, this is kind of clever. It's like, it's like a, it's like a backup system to be able to prove right that, you know, you are freed. Take mm-hmm. a look. This is yep. it. Right. Like there's no yep. way to do it. So I just think that's a, that's a cool that's idea. That's a smart idea. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. Because people will, <clears throat> especially because they're dark eyes, any kind of light eyes is going to try to have any reason to be like, oh, it looks like you were a slave before. Why are you, why are you not still a slave? Right. But this is a visual like symbol saying I've been freed. That's Hobber, it. Right. Hobber here is like, well, I'm glad that it says that, but that's not enough. Yeah. I want you to add bridge four to it. Freedom. Bridge four. And any, yeah, yeah, freedom, bridge four. To imply that you were freed from bridge four? No, sir. I wasn't freed from bridge four. I was freed by it. Yeah. I, sorry, I wasn't freed from it. I wasn't freed from bridge four. I was freed by it. Right. I wouldn't trade my time there for anything. That's Dude, pretty crazy. I know. It's amazing. And that's what he says. It was crazy Like I said, talk. like one of the most amazing things about the Way of Kings, and it's continuing in Words of Radiance, is that Brandon Mr. Sanderson has, you know, taken this horrible place to be, Bridge Four, this horrible mm. place to be, and, and makes you as the reader, you want to be a part of it. Right, right. Yeah. Now here's the worst possible so situation. Cool. You, yeah. Here's your invitation. Right. Okay, so um, Scar is eager to get his tattoo. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I like this little description here. It says the war camp was like a city. The yep. prolonged war on the Shattered Plains had attracted merchants. Uh, th- this was briefly covered already in, in Way of Kings, but I like the re-mentioning of it, that the merchants are here, um, tradesmen, artists, and families with children. You know, and this is kind of the idea that, that Dalinar was like, you know, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, we're, we're turning we this live here war now. into, yeah, this is permanent. We are just yeah. in perpetual war. Mm-hmm. And is, while we're here, there's literally no one back home. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What about threats domestic? Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, and who knows? That could all be just being done on purpose, right? Um, well, okay. So, um, so this is the part oh, we were talking about before where um, Cal says, like, if you don't have a slave's brand, you don't need to get the tattoo. Right. You're still one of us. And then Rock's like, no, I will get this thing. I will, yeah. I, I will get yeah. this thing. Yeah. And then he says, um, indeed, every one abstained. of the men. Yeah, go mm, sorry. Go ahead. Only Moash abstained from getting right, the tattoo. Right, he's the only person that got the tattoo. Uh, well, sorry. He, he also sorry. didn't have. He got it on his upper arm. Right. He didn't Just get it. Just not on his forehead. Right. He doesn't need to get it on his forehead, right? Because he doesn't have a slave brand. Yeah, but Teft did. Yeah. Beld and Teft included sat down and got the tattoo on their foreheads. Right. Only yeah. Moash did not. Mm-hmm. So Moash is not visibly so branded, if you will, or like, right. you know what I mean? Like, but the interesting thing about it is that in the text, presumably, I suppose, from Kaladin's mind, he, he says good. Unlike most of them, he wouldn't have to go about with a proclamation of former slavery. Yeah. But I'm not so sure it's going to be good. We'll Why? see. Well, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'm just... Just because it's, it's a, a noticeable difference, I guess? Yeah. It's just, you know, that's that's where you look, right? If it's something is a little out of place or a little right. weird, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, it could, it could be nothing. It could be something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Shen shows up. This is always so interesting, eh? Like his, his yeah, presence. Yeah, Shen. Yeah, he he's, is really, really interesting. 
he's invisible. I, I like it says it said a little further in the text. I underlined it that 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 Parshman can often become that. Yeah, it's a little further down on this page. Invisible, Parshman were often that way. And the artist says, I can't tattoo him. He's property. He's been freed like us. Tef says, he's one of the team. Haber says, give him the tattoo, or you won't see a sphere from any of us. So, again, these guys are a unit. They're cohesive. They're locked in. Like, yeah. They're not even going to let Shen... Look out for each other. Yeah, yeah. This is amazing. And Shen gets it. Yeah, he does. That's great. And he gives he gives Kaladin a nod, I think. That's pretty much all he gets. He gets a nod. And yeah. then Kaladin <laughs> tries to get it, and the ink won't take. This is interesting. Yeah. This is crazy, right? Well, it's because he's he can heal. He, that's why. Right. So it keeps putting it keeps putting the ink out. So I like ultimately like they keep trying and the tattooist is getting kind of frustrated. Um Yeah. And uh, it finally takes cuz Cal lets go of all the stormlight right, in his body. Yeah. And then she yeah. oh it's taking it's it taking. finally took and then as soon as he takes stormlight in it, it all just goes yeah, it and it all to, just boozes yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's fascinating. Um So <laughs> so he's he's looking he's looking uh in uh is it in a mirror? I forget now. He says, can I be this man again? Yeah. Touching his cheek. This man died, didn't he? That kind of made me sad a little bit. Yeah. Sorry, he says out loud, the scars haven't finished with me yet, it appears. That's I'll the, try again another that's, time. That's at the end of the of the, of the page. I, uh, oh. I like it that, yeah, right. so he's thinking like, this man died, didn't he? And then still lands on his shoulder and says, life before death, Calvin. Right. Yeah. A nice little reminder. A nice little reminder. Um, and then Kaladin was left with the image of those glyphs melting away. Right. I almost, I'm wondering here if it's just that, because the glyph is meant to um, convey freedom, right? That's that's the meaning. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I just can't help but wonder if this is just a bit of, you know, poetry here in a way that, that freedom, you know, not quite yet for you right right like not quite yet and so and, yeah, and you're right there's at, definitely at, something there and then at the end of the of the paragraph you're, you're right that the scars haven't finished with me yet it appears he's saying this to 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 the men yeah so i like that that it's like you know my like it, it appears that that slavery isn't isn't done with me yet right right yeah so i like that that's really cool well <laughs> i hope it's okay um, so they leave the tattoo place and, um, I, uh, I jump in here if I'm yeah. skipping anything, but no, they leave ahead. the tattoo place and Cal's got them all carrying their spears with them. I underline and that too. Yeah. They're yeah. allowed to hold spears, right? They're and freed wants- soldiers. They're freed men who are soldiers now. And he wants them to get used to carrying it. And be seen. Um, right. Be seen carrying it because they're allowed yeah. to. I right? know. It's amazing. I love, I love all that too. I, I underline mm-hmm. We're on the same wave. We're on the same wave. We battle. are. Yeah, I really um, like that. What do we got next? Um, you. I got some you stuff. You want to believe? Shen. Okay, so uh, you want to believe Dalinar is the man everyone says he is, the honorable light eyes of the stories, but everyone said the name thing. But everyone said the same things about Amram. So mm-hmm. he's 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 still not quite there, is he? Mm-hmm. He's, he's not quite there. So as he's walking, um, he's walking through. This is an awesome part. I love this part so much. Yeah, he, I, I, I like this observation. Again, it sort of echoes before when he's looking at all these um, barracks being free. 
as they walked, yeah. they, they passed some soldiers too few. Right. Like this is yeah. like an empty kind of place, like a place that should right. be bustling with, you know, thousands right. of people, but it's not. Well, nearly over 6,000 dead yeah. soldiers, right? Jeez. Um, Kaladin catches like two year. men at their front, raising their hands before yeah. themselves, crossing at the wrist, which of course is. Yeah. Wakanda forever. Yeah. Wakanda forever. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, gotta love that. Yeah. I love it. I How love do they learn bridge four salute? And well, so quickly. So these colon men are saluting the bridge men. Right. Dude, this is this. this I, I should have texted you as I'm reading. I, I normally will text you something. This like, is dude. This was a dude for me because I was like, yeah. How? What a great compliment. Yeah, like it's th- so these, great. These are soldiers. These aren't. These aren't. Um, it says soldiers. Like the, the yeah. like these aren't dark eyes. No, the, well, these are uh, the, some of them might be dark eyes. I, some, soldiers can be dark eyes. These uh, aren't. These are definitely not light eyes. Oh, they're definitely not light eyes. Okay, I was actually no, kind of hoping that they were eyes. that they were light eyes. No, these are these are just like regular oh, okay. men like them, okay, but okay. just okay. soldiers. Soldiers. Right? Okay, that's cool. I thought it would be even cooler if light eyes started doing it. Yeah, it would be pretty cool. Um, but so this is when we talked about what we talked about before about how um, it seems like um, Dalinar's got his camp all kind of set in a row and everyone yeah. obeys the yeah. way that's supposed to be. But then he's like, actually there was an air of quiet dread over this camp. Yeah. Thousands had yeah. been lost to uh, Sadius's, Sadius's betrayal. betrayal. Everyone here had probably known a man who had died on, on the plateau yeah. and everyone probably wondered if the conflict between the two princes would escalate. So it seems like everything is working properly, but there is this really bad vibe going on in this camp and it's not like aggression like he yeah. had experienced in Sadius's camp it's just everyone's mourning right now yeah mourning but you know but the, but there's the sign of hope like like right. like them saluting him crossing their wrists right. like mm-hmm. that's a that's a like they they are becoming legend Right, like everybody should be talking about them. That's how, that's how I think of it. Like, I mean, it not only the men in, that in, in the lumberyards, but like yeah. you know, the, like the fellow bridgemen that are now going to be a part of this uh, re- right. retraining. I even like to think that in Sadius's armies, people are some talk- of them are respecting. Yeah, people are talking about this because mm-hmm. really, are they loyal to Sadius? Like, are they not right. impressed that that a bridge crew saved Dalinar? Like, saved the Black yeah. Thorn? <laughs> They've got to be a little impressed, right? They have to be. Like, I think, I don't think Sadius is prepared for this. This whole soldiers giving the. Sorry, go ahead. Over the power of a good story. Right. The power of. Everyone wants to believe in something, right? Yeah. Right. It's one of the reasons why people believe in the stories of Light Eyes because they want to, they want to believe that these men exist. Right. And Bridge Four is showing them that they do. One of the things I, I, it makes me think of when the, these soldiers cross their arms to them is it makes me think of that moment in Way of Kings when um, all of Bridge Four is wearing the carapace armor and they're charging the line and all the other bridge crews are cheering them. Right. And Teft's like, what, what's going on? Why are they doing that? And Kaladin's like, they finally know who we are. We're their champions. Yeah. Like that's a yeah. epic moment. Epic and moment. it makes yeah. me think of that, right? Like this, like you said, this legend is growing. Yeah, totally. And it's, and I, li- I like what, Sig- uh, what Sigzil says here. He says, it's nice to be seen as a hero, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah, and then negative Nancy has to come in and say, yeah, "How long will it, will the goodwill last? Do you think? How long before they resent us?" Oh, Moat, no complaining today, says uh, says Rock. You do uh, you you just you do this thing too much. Do not make me kick you. I do not like kicking. It hurts my toes. <laughs> Moash is like kick me. You won't even carry a spear, Rock. Spears are not for kicking complainers, but big uncalaki feet like mine. It is what they were made for. Ha! This thing is obvious. Yes. <laughs> I just love this character. So I just want to see. Yeah, see it's him. so funny. Kaladin led the men out of the market into a rectangular building near the barracks, where they yeah. meet. They meet up with a grizzled man. <laughs> I like this description: a grizzled man with a belly that stretched to next week. Yeah. <laughs> What's with that yeah. description? I love yeah, it. I don't know. Like a belly, so you could place things on the belly. Like, I guess so. Re- yeah, rest a few things. He's like Mister Fantastic. His belly's stre- stretched to next week. So his his name is Rind. The colon right. head quartermaster. And apparently he has a high-pitched voice. So he's like, oh, you're here, finally. Oh, I've got I, them all out like for a, you, Captain. That sounds like a really great voice. Everything I have left. Father, is there anything I can do to help? <laughs> what's, uh, what's, your, um, what's your Renarin again? I can't I forget. Me, <laughs> I, that was a toned-down version of Give Renarin. me a piece of Renarin. The, give me the, a Renarin. Uh, the, full, the full Renarin is, uh, <laughs> Father, is there anything I can do to help? <laughs> That's the... <laughs> never never go full Renarin. Never. No, you got to go like 85% Renarin. 85? You don't, Actually, you yeah, know You what? don't want to blow your top. I'm starting to turn around on this Renarin thing. I knew you would. I knew it. Well, I like I like the way you do it, but I, it's still not the character. It's not. It's absolutely not. Okay. He probably has like a deep, sexy Michael Buble kind of voice. Like a... <laughs> Michael. <laughs> you know? Michael. Okay. It's a holy, um, jolly Christmas. The... So Rind, this, so the, so the, okay, they're, they're here to see this guy who has been working yeah. on, on uniforms of the Cobalt Guard for these men. They are to be outfitted. Um, well, he's commissioned new ones, right? Right. He's already commissioned new ones, but this is what he had stock remaining. Right. So what he's giving to Bridge 4 right now is what um, he had left over from the Cobalt, Cobalt Guard, but their actual new uniforms yeah. are coming. Right. Like I've commissioned them, so. Right. Moash actually asks, okay, this is, this, I love this. Yeah. He actually asks, um, so we're going to wear our leather jerkins over these, right? Like, <laughs> like, like your bridge. Like he's so connected to bridge, this shitty ass leather yeah, jerkin that. I know. And then, and then Rind is like, huh? Like, I'm in a high, huh. a high pitched voice. I don't know what. The one's tied with this Dutch <laughs> bone look like the, some oh, Western the, skull The one's tied on with Tuesday. so much, but yeah. <laughs> actually, I, I actually like this insult here. It says the ones tied with so much uh, bone, you look like some Western skull bear on feast day. I've heard yeah. of that, but no. Bright Lord Dalinar says you're each to be outfitted with breastplates, steel caps, and new spears, chainmail for the battlefield if you need it. It's gonna look so sharp on these dudes. Well, sharp? Are you kidding? I think we I think we get a little fashion show in a second when one of them comes out. Yeah, um, we get a little uh, we get a little pretty woman coming up. <laughs> <laughs> doom, 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 doom. The, yeah. All the men are standing the men around, are, and he, doom, doom, he comes doom, out of the doom, change room, and yeah. there's like a montage it's of a all montage the men of them going in and trying to. Oh, hey, 
Pretty Bridgman. Walking, walking down, down the street. street. Pretty Bridgman. The kind you'd like, the to, kind meet. like to meet. Pretty Bridgman. Ooh. That's so great. Pretty, That's so awesome. Pretty Bridgman. There you go. There's another uh, yeah. there, There's another. Podcast. We have to insert some Roy Orbison every episode now. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I love this whole part. This whole part with the the um, the, the the uniforms. Uh, it's so great. Um, the, okay, there's, so um, so he so yes, I think Moash goes and, tr- and gets his uh, gets his outfit on, and Quartermaster says, "Now there's a soldier." You still think you look silly? And and I'm, I remember when I was reading this for the, for the first time, I thought Moash is gonna mm. hate this. He's gonna like trash it. Yeah, and he actually says, "No, I don't." Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. You're wearing sandals and a leather yeah. jerkin like for like a year. Anything they could have given him a dress and he's like, I I like this. It's hugging my hips just perfectly. Yeah, but all, like wearing all, one of those havas or whatever. All bridgemen wear Birkenstocks. They're they they they're, you know, they, <laughs> they love do. it. They, they love do. The, they love the Birkenstocks. I do like the fact that Moash likes it. I think it's great. Yeah, it's cool. Um, um and then Tef's like, it's been a long time since I've worn something like this. Yeah. I like here how he he comes out of the change room or the change hey. thing, and everything's all done up per- perfectly for him, right? Like all the buttons are all done up in the right places, like he's worn this kind of outfit before. Listen, there's a Batman moment here, I think. Huh? Could be a little Batman. Batman. Um, Tef, yeah, yeah, you're right. He, Tef tries it on. He knows how to put it on. He says, it's been a long time. And he says, I don't know if I deserve to wear something like this again. Right. I think there's something there. Like um like he's worn he's worn something like this before. Like he's done something I you know I don't know. I just think I think that that's an emotional thing for him and him saying mm-hmm. that he's being he's being, you know, just kind of being open I Letting guess with, with the men, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it and he's normally a guarded character, so very it, much so. So it's almost like maybe he let that one slip because I think you could read into that. Um, right, and I, I think that the, we we kind of already know a little bit about Teft because Cal caught him acting like a soldier before. Yeah, right. He, he, he's admitted him to sir. being trained, right? Like, right, he's, he, right. Okay. So we know that he's yeah. he's he's in there. He he was a soldier. Okay. Um, this is what you are, Teft. Kaladin says, "Don't let that don't let the slave rule you." And then Teft says, "And well, what what about you, son? When are you going to admit what you are?" Right. He says, "I have." Well, to us, but not to everyone else. Don't start this again. I'll storm and start whatever mm-hmm. I want, Tef snaps. You're a surge binder. You're not a radiant yet, but you're going to be when this is all blown through. I like how he says blown. That's cool. Yeah. Why don't you go have a hike up to Dal- that Dalinar fellow? Suck in some stormlight and make him recognize you as a light eyes. And Kaladin says, this, this, this is heavy. Like, this, this is heavy stuff. Everything I've had, yeah. Teft, the light eyes have taken from me. My family, my brother, my friends. More, more than you can imagine. They see what I have and they take it. Mm-hmm. They'll take it. If they can find out what I do, they'll take it. Pretty harsh, man. It's pretty, it is pretty harsh. I mean, it's bleak, but he i understand it you know and then he says can't he let them out. take it can't let them take it or the men from me right right because the only thing he has left now is them right them and this special thing he can do and then he tells taft we remain quiet about what i can do no no more talk of it right and then you know what it's 
I get it. It's not up to them yeah. to out him. You know what I mean? It's not up to them to tell. No, but, but Teft, Teft has wanted this over and over though, doesn't he? Like he, he's yeah, he after does. this. He wants this out. Right. Well, he th- I think he thinks it's important, but yeah. the, the main thing here is that it's Cal's business mm-hmm. and Cal gets to decide when he gets to tell people. And here's know? where we get the insignia. It's the insignia of the Cobalt Guard on these uniforms, uh, Kaladin says. Dalinar Colon's personal bodyguard. And yeah. Lopin says, they're dead, Gancho. We aren't them. Yeah, Scar agrees. We're Bridge Four. Bridge Four was your prison, Kaladin says. Doesn't matter. We're Bridge Four. The others agreed, and they started cutting off their patches, tossing yeah. them to the ground. Love that. I like what Tef says here. Yeah, go ahead. We'll protect the Blackthorn, but we're not just going to replace what he had before. We're our own crew. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah, me too. And then Kaladin says, as we mentioned earlier, he says, I will drop a Glyphair insignia for you to use, he tells Rin. You'll have to commission new new patches. Yeah, which is cool. Which is cool. The long coat was meant to hang open despite the row of buttons down each side. Kaladin yeah, this is a uh, Cal's before. special uniform, right? Okay, yeah, excellent. he doesn't wear. He doesn't dress like the rest of them because he's the captain, right? So his his is a little different. And he says, "Bridge four. He said, cutting the Cobalt Guard insignia from the shoulder and tossing it to the uh, counter with the others. The thing that he doesn't like about this is this moment uh-huh. where he says he'd seen such uniforms frequently yeah. on light eyes. On light eyes. So yeah. he's, you know, the, Scar mentions, you know, your eyes went light when you were doing that stuff yeah. Yeah. and now you're wearing a coat and uniform that normally a light eyes would wear. Yeah. You're becoming the thing that you don't like, you know, it's, I don't, I can't imagine it's going to sit well with Kaladin. It's going to be, mm-hmm. it's almost unfortunate that he has to wear this uniform because it's, um, you know, it's just not, not him, you know, it's like right. wearing, it's like where it put, you know, it's, it's putting on a, an extra layer of skin that he's already, he's already, he's already uncomfortable in his own skin. Mm-hmm. And then having to put this on is just extra, but For that's sure. the end of, uh, that's the end of, uh, chapter, uh, chapter two. Yeah. What's your, uh, so, what's your highlight of this? Oh, geez. You know what? I, I didn't, I didn't think about it. I didn't prepare it. Um, what's my highlight? Let's, let's do yours first. Um, my highlight is gotta be the soldiers doing the bridge four uh, salute. Yeah, it's such a cool part. Yeah, undoubtedly, mm-hmm. I'm joining. You it's on such that an one. awesome, awesome part. Yeah, I'll I'll join you on that. No alternate titles for this one. No alternate. No, no alternate titles for me. I mean, no, I I didn't write one down. Did I? Uh, no. No, I didn't. I didn't do an alternate title. What What about you? No, I didn't. I didn't think of them this time. Um, no. I think Bridge Four is perfect. You know, yeah. this is yeah. the, the men are saying we are bridge four, no matter, even if we're never going to carry a bridge again, yeah. we're bridge four. Yeah. And I like that Maybe a lot. That's awesome. Maybe, now that I think about it, if I had to choose an alternate title, I might've called it, um, the patch. Yeah. Something like that. Yep. Um, chapter three. Yeah. We're doing it. We're doing two chapters. We're, are we continuing? Yeah, let's do it. Are, are yeah, we over time? No. No, we're good. We're just over a little over an hour, and this chapter is a little smaller than the it's other ones. It's a little ones, so. smaller. So, yeah, and I don't have as many notes except in the beginning. First thing I want to say in my paperback version, the artwork depicting a 
Uh, Santhid. Wow. So yeah. cool. Very cool. What's the name of this artist again? Um, this is Ben McSweeney. If if ben this is, McSweeney. I'm not sure. Oh, I think he's the one who does all of it. He's a ink thinker on Reddit. Um, really great guy. Let us use uh, his um, Kaladin uh, carapace armor uh, piece uh, a few episodes ago, um, yeah. or last uh, last season when we um, uh, when we needed something for our, our season uh, or for our episode art. He uh, was very very willing to let us use one of these old pieces he had, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, Ben is Ben's awesome. We love him. Yeah, thanks, Ben. I mean, yeah, this is, well, amazing. This is it. Just fits the. Um, it just fits the reading experience so well, I find. So, yeah. Yeah, it's um, really great. So chapter three, pattern. Yeah. So, okay. I've got, I've got something to say here. So this is what you wanted to talk about earlier for yeah. the... Uh, yeah. yeah. There's something in here that I, I, I kind of want to... So like we said su- earlier, um, the, the, the journal is, uh, uh, this excerpt um, is written... Excerpt. Excerpt. Um, is also Jezzy's <laughs> 1174. So we know that it's, uh, yep. she wrote this at the same time as the other ones. Yeah. Go ahead. What did okay, you want so, to say about it? Well, I wa- okay. So first of all, it says soldiers reported being watched from afar by an unnerving number of Parshendi scouts. Mm-hmm. Then we noticed a new pattern of their penetrating uh, close to the camps in the night and then quickly retreating. I can only surmise that our enemies were even then preparing their stratagem to end this war. Right. So... So kind of so so what I want to know is like it's 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 is she refer like well okay my my first question is who are the enemies? The enemies are the Parshendi. Are you sure? Well, it says soldiers reported being watched from afar, uh, reported from afar being unnerved by uh, of um, Parshendi scouts. Then we noticed a new pattern of their penetrating the close. So it's still there. I can only smarse that our enemies were even then preparing their stratagem to end this war. I'm, I'm only assuming that they're talking in this. She's talking about the same person throughout this whole paragraph, which is the Parshendi. Now, you're right. It could be in the same breath. She's talking about a completely different enemy than the Parshendi, but it doesn't sound like it to me. Okay. All right. Well, that was what I was, I was suspicious about because I guess on a sort of surface level, when I read it once, you know, um, I was thinking, well, who else wanted to end this war? Dalinar. Dalinar. Mm -hmm. Right. So, and that's why I went, wow, is she talking about like changes in the, uh, changes in the Parshendi and then. Oh, you think you're. Oh, I see what you're getting at. You're ins- trying to insinuate that potentially th- our enemy is Dalinar, is Dalinar because Dalinar wants to end the war. Right. Mm. Because he okay. went He went to Sadius. He went to, you know, the other high princes. Right. I want to organize this thing. I want to end this thing. I want this to be over. I want us to get back home. You know, and then people I are see thinking, well, so huh? people are thinking, well, that's not honoring your brother now, is it? Like, we're, we're mm. here for him. Like, we're here to, you know... Um, to go to it, war, um, I can understand he, where you're. I, I can understand where you're getting that. Um, that's why I, I think. I, so. I think grouped together with the other two epigraphs, hmm. um, there is a clear um, sign of the Parshendi changing tactics. 
<laughs> they're no longer waiting for the gemstones. Right. They're they're going really close to the war camps and scouting in and trying to penetrate as far as they can and then retreating. And then there's right. a part I think at the uh, the other one it says they stand around waiting oh, like they you know they're, they're waiting for something. You know what? It, it, it's just me being you know re, you know trying to read too much in the tea leaves here. What it probably is is that the Parshendi have changed their strategies since the the tower since the tower since right. since since the event with Kaladin now because th- that's true that's true they they witnessed something they, yeah. big time and they even called it a name Nashua Kadal remember they yeah. they said those yeah, yeah, words yeah. when they saw Kaladin yeah yeah and so yeah so maybe, make, that makes sense Jack it, it it could be just that it could be just that but but you, mm-hmm. but you hear what I'm saying like yeah. when it said enemies and I've been suspicious yeah, about of course, you know, of course. And, okay, okay. yeah okay. in the last chapter on bridge four it says <clears throat> they lingered on the plateaus after battles as if waiting for something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so they're waiting for something there's two really important moments in that tower battle one Cal does something miraculous and lots of Parshendi see it Right. And there's a moment, which is on the cover of the last book, where the Parshendi Shardbearer is saluting Dalinar. So there's these two kind of integral moments that may be the reason why things are shifting. But yeah, that's good. That's a nice little conversation on that. I I didn't really never thought that we were going to extrapolate that much from that little quote. Well, so that's good. Okay. So, um, so moving on into the chapter. So pattern is this chapter, chapter three. Mm -hmm. Um, so we go right into some heavy stuff here. We're, we're, in, we're into Shalon and Yasna right now. Um, during the reign of the hierarchy, the Voran church had near absolute control over Eastern Rishar. Right. What do you make of all this like world building with uh, the Voran church? Like there's a lot of info here. Mm-hmm, there is. Uh, I would even say that this whole chapter is an info dump. Um, yeah. My info yeah. dump is going to be very small in comparison to what it normally is because I started yeah. writing info into the info dump and then I'm like, man, I'm writing this whole chapter in here. Like I got to stop. So we'll just cover it like normal. Um, yeah. But she, yeah, she's reading about the hierarchy. Um, there's there's a lot of information here. I, um, I really yeah. like most of it because it really tells us a little bit more about how... Um, how the church conducted themselves back then, right. you know, they, I, I wrote some kind of like important points here that I think we should talk about. Um, sure. the, uh, the Voren church. So the hierarchy, they were yep. very suspicious of the Knights Radiance, right? Right. And, um, the betrayal of the Radiance were augmented by the hierarchy for their own purposes to control the, the, the public, right? The radiance were something that people could believe in and the hierarchy made them out to be even worse than they probably were. Right. And then there's so this the hierarchy is more like, like, um, almost is like the, a, is like the a, church a, like big C it's like, uh, okay. The Catholic church. It's like the, um, the big church that existed back then. The Voronism right. now is more like priests just ushering in people's faith and being able to help them with picking lifestyles and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. They still believe in, in, in the almighty, but the hierarchy sounds like it was a, like it's the difference between the Holy Roman empire and Catholicism, right? New right. is Catholicism, a religion you believe in. The Holy Roman empire was an empire controlled right. by the church. So, kind of so basically a theocracy. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, they, they were, it says that, uh, there's a dichotomy that existed where they yes. yeah. were, um, granted rule by the heralds, right. but that 
the radiants that existed during the heraldic times are given like they're elevated they're like they're special these radiants were good but the ones that betrayed mankind are the bad guys almost so that there's a rebranding that happens because you know there's two ways to talk about these people there is the knight's radiant and the lost radiance right so right so which is which uh, well, they're the, they're the same. It's just, it depends on who's talking about them. Right. So the, so the, the, the Knight's Radiance and the Lost Radiance are this, are this, are the same group. You of... can tell in this chapter, the difference. Mm-hmm. Yasna, who is not religious, who is not a Voronism girl, calls right. them the Knight's Radiant. The and Knight's Shalon, Radiant, who yeah. was raised by Voronism her whole life, calls them the Lost Radiance. Right. right? Yeah, so yeah. there's a, like almost a rebranding here thing that the mm-hmm. hierarchy has done on these on these legendary people. And it's, and it says here also that these heralds in the shadow days were celebrated. Right. They were. And because, because the hierocracy took their power to rule from the heralds, right? The heralds is what granted the hierocracy, the ability to rule over these people or so they said. Right. Or so they say, yeah. But right. in the same breath, they, they condemned the ones that abandoned their, their, their station, but also elevated the ones that fought with the heralds because they couldn't very well condemn those as well because they would be condemning right. their own power structure. Right. Yeah. It's really, it's really interesting. All this. It and, is and very especially, interesting. Especially when it comes to like, what is fact? Like what records did the church in its misguided right. attempt to cleanse the past of perceived contradictions, rewrite it. Right. To suit its preferred narrative. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is how we have, you know, we've heard many times that like the, um, the way of Kings is one of the only texts that, 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 that exists from the shadow right. days. And a lot of the stuff that still does exist was rewritten by the hierarchy, like a 1984 style rewriting of history. So right. anything, I think there's a line here. It says. Few documents from the period survived that did not pass through Voren hands to be copied from the original parchment into modern codices. So like they would take this old stuff, rewrite it, and then write in their own stuff that they needed for their own power structure. And then this, oh, these are the actual documents that exist from back then. But scholars now know that all that stuff's tainted. Right. Yeah. It's really, really interesting. It's, it, it's, it, 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 yeah, you're right. This is a huge info dump is what it is. It makes okay, it, so it makes it like a, it really muddies the water for these two characters. For Yasna and Shalon to do any real research, it's very hard for them to do real research because yeah. any yeah. documents they have, they don't know if they can trust them fully. Right. Which is why the postscript that scholars write now is so important because it gives their opinion about what happens and it gives you like a lot of a truth to it all too. Mm-hmm. So it's nice. I like it. And I like that, that the truth, I, I, I don't know. I, I just think it's a neat thing that the truth is done by these, um, largely female writers, right? Right. Like, I just think that's a really, it's nice really cool. touch to the, yeah, world it's book. really cool. Um, the pattern returned. Yeah. The, this dark pattern that Shalon has seen before. Shalon right. catches her breath in her throat as she sees it on the cabin wall beside the bunk. She'd been seeing it from the corner of her eye appearing yeah. in the grain of wood the cloth on the back of a sailor's shirt in the shimmering water. Each time when she looked right at it, the pattern vanished. Yasna would say nothing more other than to indicate it was likely harmless. What do you think of this? It's really cool, man. It's, I, it's really creepy. It's it still is really creepy, creepy to me. Yeah, it's very cryptic. Um, <clears throat> it's really cryptic. 
One um, of the things I like about it is that she realizes that she she can't look directly at it, so she's like looking at it with her peripheral, right? Yeah, and right. like you know what I mean. And then there's a moment here where she she finally is able to like look at it really quickly, like and full on, and memory. then take a memory so that she can draw. I it, know, right? I like this, and she's like, she's like, <laughs> yeah. not this time. She's like, now <laughs> yeah. I, this time I have you. So she she catches yeah. it and she gets out her charcoal pencil yeah. and her and her sheet, and she starts trying to get this thing in in a really detailed drawing. Right, but so she's working we, furiously. She says before that the um, the, the the symbol is yeah. so complicated, it's so complex that only but an she, artist of her caliber, with her ability to do a memory, would be able to do this. You know, right. it's cool. And she also compares it to the symbol-headed figures. Right. That there's yeah. some well, kind she, of it. It seems it appears connected. Yeah, she says that um, it's it was like the symbol-headed figures but flattened. Right. Whereas like the heads on the symbol headed figures were like three dimensional. This right. is like more of like a flattening of that, that head into like just the right. symbol, like a glyph. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really, really That's awesome. Cool. That's really cool. Um, she gets out the ink to do some of the finer, um, lines. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Cause the pencil's not working. Well, yeah, the pencil's not really working, and she says for these soft shades, but but uh, it's better for life. But this thing was not life; it was yeah. something else, something unreal. Creation spren are popping around her as she's doing this by the hundreds. Yay, creation spren! Creation spren! Spren heads. Um, the pattern. So, okay, as the last line of her drawing dries, the pattern rose before her, mm-hmm. and she hears a sigh from the paper. As if in relief. Uh, yeah. Like, that's creepy. So she, yeah. I, th- I think she, I think she drops it. Yeah, she jumps. Yeah, she, like, yeah, she, she, does. she scrambles she off onto the, onto the bed. Yeah. Yeah. So when, when you're when you're sheets of paper start 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 sighing, yeah. uh, it's like it just took a sh- like a nice <laughs> piss. Yeah. Um, uh, it does I'm, say here that the embossing doesn't vanish this time. Even though it right. left the paper. Right. So right. she finds it, she sees it, she captures it in memory, draws it on the paper, and right. then the paper, it says, the last line dried, and the pattern rose before her off the paper, right? right? And then right. she hears a sigh, as if from the yeah, least. And then the entire so rest weird. of the chapter, this symbol that she drew, wanders around the whole room goes up yeah. on the, the things yeah. and goes up the wall falls off and it's just walking yeah. around being a complete More imbecile calm, yeah. is what Shalon calls it later but like well, so 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 she's what trying do you to think get of this what do you think and, she did then, what did you think she did just now well she manifested a um well w- what we find out is 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 it's it's a spren it is a spren and yeah. we also find out uh we also find out that um yasna is calling her a surge binder right mm-hmm. right so yeah I'm guessing that's what this is. Like, this is a, you're bringing in a spren from Shadesmar. Right. It's, it's here, like, but by being able to get it down on paper, I think mm-hmm. she's like so, sort of captured it. And I'm putting quotes up here because she's not really mm-hmm. captured it, but she, that's no. why it's size. <sighs> it doesn't have to hide anymore. It can be what it is in front of Shalon. Cause every time Shalon looked at it, it disappeared. Every time she looked yep. at it, it disappeared. Then Shalon was able to capture it on paper, like capture its 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 l- visage on paper, and then it yeah. sighs with relief, like, and then it never disappears again. It says it doesn't vanish. 
It just because walks. Then, it it travels it, around the house, and now it can, it's it. It can be. It can be here. Yeah. So it almost so, like it was only half here or something. So, does that apply to all Spren? Well, we don't know that because Cal didn't have to do that with, um, with his well, with Sill. Sill appeared. Sill appeared to appear. Right, but she. But we don't really know. There was no moment. What about um? Here, let's mm. let's let's finish this part here because we have to talk about yeah, yeah. about Yasna. Cool. Well, so so anyway, so um, Sh- Shalon is kind of freaked out by this whole pattern thing and crawling yeah. around, and rightly so. Yeah. Um, um, I was sort of picturing, you know, this some kind of combination between like a alien face hugger yeah. and a <laughs> and a, like a giant spider or something like yeah. that. It's just kind and of, the symbol is constantly moving, like it's yeah, constantly it's, changing it's and stuff. Bizarre. Right? So, yeah, so it's she backs really, up. Really she's cool. trying to get out of the room, but when she opens up the door behind her, Yasna is standing there. She was going. She was going to come in. Yeah. And Yasna is standing there inside of a cup. Or sorry, she, she has a small figure made of inky blackness in her hand. Right. Shaped like a man in a smart, fashionable suit with a long coat. Right. And then Yasna says, put on some clothing, child. We have matters to discuss. So I want to ask you, do you remember anything else that looked like a man that was inky blackness connected to Yasna? Do I remember... I'm asking specifically about the prologue that we read this book when it was Yasna's past. Oh, yeah. That was her first experience with her spirit. Right, right. The, That's remember really the T-1000 cool. yeah, yeah, uh, type yeah. thing and it drew a sword and stuff. Yes, right, right. And, and she had said it, it enough. She said enough to it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now she has a tiny version of it in the palm of her hand. In the palm of her hand. Later on, that's she calls really it cool. Ivory. I know. I, I love the name. I think that's, I think <laughs> that's brilliant. This yeah, is that's Ivory. awesome. Yeah. yeah. I love it. So yeah, we um, get a, a scene change here. We do. It's actually we, not we really a change. location change either. It's like no, they're... No, it's just, just a little, uh, bre- like yeah. a, you know, little yeah, partition. A little break. Um, so Yasna says, I had originally hoped that we would have the same type of spren. I have suspected since Carbranth that we would be of different orders. Orders, brightness, Shalon says. Mm-hmm. Yes, each order reportedly has access to two of the surges with overlap between them. We call the powers surge binding. Soul casting was one and is what we share, though our orders are different. Okay, so Shalon, Shalon let's stop here. for a second here. Yeah, go ahead. We remember that um, in our uh, Dalinar's visions of Night's Radiance, the time when they came to save him from the uh, the attack by those um, midnight essence, and also yeah. the time when they all gave up their shards, their blades, and their right. plates, that they talked about different orders of radiance. Here they talk about how there are ten different orders of radiance. Right. And what Yasna's saying is that she had hoped they were going to be the same order because right. it would make the the, make order. it easier to teach, yeah. but yeah. they're not. But each order has two surges they can do. Mm-hmm. And there are overlapping instances throughout all the ten, yeah. and so Yasna's order and Shalon's order both right. share soul casting. Soul casting, which means right. they each have a different surge they can do, right. which we don't know about yet. And hers, well, Shalon's appears to be surge binding, right? 
Well, sorry, surge no. binding is sorry. is the name of what they can do. Of what they can so do. So soul, soul casting is a surge. Is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they have another. Okay. Right. Um, I want to I want to sort of read into something here as I as I do. Sure. Go ahead. Um, and that is that when Yasna right off the bat here says, "I had originally hoped that we would be that we would have the same type of sprint." I like to think that this is Yasna. This is a little window into Yasna wanting to be like Shalon. Hmm. Like she she admires this woman, I think, quite a bit more so than she indicates. And she wants to be similar to Shalon because I think there's an... So we're always hearing about how Shalon looks to Yasna and wow, she's so smart and she's so you know, dignified and so beautiful and so mm-hmm. competent and yeah, yeah. powerful. She's the best and, all, and yeah. Yeah, but we don't really get a ton of that from Yasna, but I'm reading into that list a little bit that okay. she wants to be, you know, that she she wants to have, she wants to be in, in, in the same club, you know. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, Yasna doesn't have any friends, so it would be really cool if they were part of the same club, right? Yeah, it would. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's that's the way I'm reading that one. Um, Shalon says, or sorry, Yasna's thinking um, about surge binding the soul casting. These were the talents of the Lost Radiance. I'm not one of the Lost Radiance, Shalon says. Of course you aren't, Yasna says, and neither am I. The Orders of Knights were a construct, just as all society is a construct used right. by men to define and explain. Not every man who wears a spear is a soldier. I like Not this. every woman who makes bread is a baker, and yet weapons or baking become the hallmarks of certain professions. Like I just said, baking. Yeah. The bread. Bread. Yeah. Yeah. A little callback. Yeah, a little callback. Um. So what you're saying that we can do? was once the definition of what initiated one into the Knights Radiant. Right. But we're women. But we're women. Yes, Yasna says. Spren don't suffer from human society's prejudices. Refreshing, wouldn't you say? It's nice, eh? Shalon looks up. I know, I love it. Shalon looks up, poking at the pattern spren. She calls it pattern spren. Yeah. That's kind of neat. There were among... So there were women among the Knights Radiant, she says. A, st- a statistically appropriate number, Yasna says. But don't fear that you will soon find yourself swinging a sword, child. The archetype of radiance on the battlefield is an exaggeration. From what I've read, though records are unfortunately untrustworthy, for every radiant dedicated to battle, there were another three who spent their time on diplomacy, scholarship, or other ways to aid society. Oh, Shalon is disappointed by that. I like that. Yeah. Does cool. Shalon desire to be part of the action? Is that is that what we're getting here? That's, it's that's funny because in... we get, we have, we just talked about this. We mm-hmm. have Dalinar's visions as the only thing to tell us what Knights Radiant looked like. And in right. both of his visions, they were these warriors with armor and awesome glowing swords. And they were, could do all my awesome things and on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. she's telling us, there are other kinds of Radiance other than fighters, right? Right. There's a really, really important tiny little paragraph here. I'm going to read it to you, okay? Go ahead. I probably have it underlined because yeah. I've got so, so much underlined here. Yeah, Go so ahead. it's um, Shalon says, oh, why was Shalon disappointed by that? By the fact that not yeah. all... Right, um, well, that's, says, what, that's what I was it's, saying. It's not all radiance are... Um, On the battle. Are the battlefield. Swinging the swords, yeah. And then it says, fool, a memory rose unbidden, a silvery sword, a pattern of light truths she could not face she banished them squeezing her eyes shut 10 heartbeats 
I know. What does this mean? I don't know. What do you does think this it means? Mean... Well, it could mean that Shallan is a shard bearer. It could mean that. Yeah. Well, she's saying, oh, like, you know, like she wants, you know, she wants to be part of the action, but then she's having this part of herself inside saying fool. And then a memory arises, a silvery sword image, mm -hmm. a pattern of light, true that she couldn't face. It might have something to do with her father. Right. Remember, know, there's know. one of these like cryptic moments that happened in the first book where she's thinking about the lesson that Yasna taught her in that alleyway when she killed those men yep. with soul casting. Mm -hmm. And she thought, I wasn't unarmed. And then she's like, I can't think about that. And then, she, and then it says 10 heartbeats. It said so, it back then? It said it back then. Really? And, mm -hmm. I, and I didn't pick up on it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I read it out loud to you. You didn't react. And so I just no. let it be. Because I can't, I can't force you to notice No, things, no, right? for sure, for yeah. sure. Oh, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. so, wow, I didn't pick up on that one. Yeah, hmm. so there's A layers to our girl here. A breadcrumb I didn't get. Mm -hmm. Aha, Mr. Sanderson, clever, clever, clever man. Okay. So, yeah, so Yasna's um, like, I've been looking into the spren that you told me about, the creatures with the symbol heads, and then mm. <laughs> Shallan's like, yeah, this is one of them, and she's pointing at the, yeah. the, at the <laughs> thing in the bottom, like at the, at the pattern. Yes, I, I suspect that it is, she says. Most spren manifest differently here than they do in Shadesmar. What, do you, what you drew before was their form there. Yeah, so the um, the symbol-headed ones with the, like, the long kind of like angular-looking cloaks... Yeah, yeah. She was sort of peering into Shadesmar and able to see them through her art to see the other side, right? Right. And so right. that's what they look like over there. But what they look like here on Roshar, on, in the physical realm, is this. Yeah. Right. Okay, so Yasna says here, yes, I will admit that I'm disappointed. I feel that we're missing something important about this, Shalon, and I find it annoying. The cryptics have a fearful reputation, and yet this one... The first specimen I've ever seen seems it climbs up the wall, falls down, and oh, it keeps falling. Slips. Shalon's yeah. like, seems imbecilic? Perhaps it simply needs more time, Yasna says. When I first bonded with Ivory, what? Shalon says. I'm sorry, he doesn't like me to speak of him. It makes mm -hmm. him anxious. The nights breaking the rolls was very painful to the spren. Many spren died. I'm certain of it. Though Ivory won't speak of it, I gather that what he's done is regarded as a betrayal by the others of his kind. Okay, so what do you think that means? There's a lot to unpack in just this little paragraph yeah, here. I know, right? Um, well, um, so her spren gets anxious when he she talks about him to other people, right? Right, and then she she says that um, it makes him anxious. The knights breaking their oaths was very painful to the spren. Right, many died. I'm certain of it. Many spren died, yeah. Right. And then he's, and then she says, though Ivory won't speak of it, I gather that what he's done is regarded as a betrayal to the other of his kind. So what do you think well, he's done? Well, I think he, that he's, um, that he's bound to Yasna. Yeah. And so, so the rest his, of his kind think it's like a bad thing. Yeah. That he's betrayed well, and, them and, by doing it. Well, the other thing is that it's the the knights breaking their oaths, right? So right. why are they worried? Well, are they worried specifically because Yasna is exhibiting, you know, being as that of a knight? Right. Yeah, that makes so sense. These, so, so these women are knights. Right. Or they have the potential to be. Right. They're exhibiting as, the same powers as knight, but there's no social structure, right. like Yasna said, to be in an order because the right. knights' radiant orders were just 
and uh, someone yeah. decided, okay, you know what? You guys yeah. can all do that. You're going to be called this. You guys can do this. You're going to be called that. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's, it's really cool. cool. But these cryptics, that's, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. It, 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 it comes a little further down in the, and on the page here, uh, Shalon says, you mentioned the cryptics. Yes. Yasna says that is, that is their own name for themselves. Though we would we would probably name them lie spren. Right. They don't like they don't like the term. Regardless, the cryptics rule one of the greater cities in Shadesmar. Think of them as the light eyes of the cognitive realm. <laughs> so wow. Even and then she's Yasna, like, wait a minute, uh, this thing could be a prince. <laughs> yeah. So this yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is this and like it's a like prince on it's their a prince side? and it's and she bumping says, into like the walls yeah. and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> she says something like that. There is a complex sort of conflict between them and the honor spren. This spren will be your companion and will grant you the ability to soul cast, among other things. Other things, she says, mm-hmm. and then Yazan's like, "Well, we will have to see." It comes down to the nature of spren. So, right. like, even Yasna doesn't know what. Shalon, what else Shalon's going to be able to do? Because there's not enough information on all this stuff. Right. Well, they've got their work cut out for them in, in terms of this, um, in terms of, uh, of, of solving this. Yeah, this is really, so it's around this time, actually, going to what I was saying to you when, just before we start recording, is that I've just, you know, dipped my, my toe, so to speak, mm-hmm. in a massive world. Right. Like this Cosmere, like the, the level of detail that he's going here, like in terms of with the religion and then all of these information complex, and yeah. yeah, it's just, I mean, this is really, really amazing. So mm-hmm. uh, as I was telling you earlier, I just, I feel, I, I sort of feel uh diminutive right. again with regards to this whole story. Right. Um, so words of radiance is kind of making me feel a little, little small, like a, like a pebble. Well, it's opening up a whole new idea, right? We yeah. didn't really know too much about these other realms. And now that the other, other realms exist, they, they always right. existed. But now that we know about them, it's right. like, oh, wow, there's all this stuff, right? Well, so yeah, so we there's a little bit more information here before it's yeah. done. Um, yeah. Yasna asks Shalon, how far did you get in your research? Like, what have you learned? And she's like, well, the Spren seem to be like an other um, um, scholars agree that um, the spren are fragments of power of creation and, yeah. and she's like well what does that mean she's like well there uh, Shalon's like there are ten fundamental surges forces by which the world works gravitation pressure transformation that sort of thing you told me spren are fragments of the cognitive realm that have somehow gained sentience because of human attention well, it stands to reason that they were something before, like a painting was a canvas before it was given life. And, and then Yasna's yeah, yeah, like, like, life? life? Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, of, of course. course. You know, paintings Paint, live, uh, not uh, not lived like a person or spren, but, well, it was obvious to her at least. So the spren lo- were alive. Bit. Yeah, it's really great. So the spren were alive. They were something, power, energy, Zen daughter Vath, which is um, a way of um, talking about a, a Shin scholar, uh, Zeth son Valano, Zen daughter Vath, right? So that's the, the moniker there, the daughter right. part. Yep. Sketched tiny spren she found sometimes around heavy objects, gravitation spren. 
I know. A new spren, that's cool. New spren, fragments of the power or force that cause us to fall. It stands to reason that every spren, spren was a power before it was a spren. Really, you can divide spren into two general groups, those that respond to emotions and those that respond to force like fire and wind. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, it's crazy. It's like we finally get this like explanation more about what spren are. Like, really, what are they? What are they, right? So do you believe Neymar's theory on spren categorization? And, and then she says, yes. And then Yasna's like, good, because I do too. <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> Again, she wants to be like her. Um, yeah, as do I. I suspect personally that these groupings of spren, emotion spren versus nature spren, are where the ideas of mankind's primeval gods came from. Honor, who became Voronism's almighty, was created by a man who wanted a representation of ideal human emotions as they saw in emotion spren. Cultivation, the god worshipped in the West, is a female deity that is, embod- is the embodiment of nature and nature spren. The various void spren with their unseen lord, whose name changes depending on which culture we're speaking of, evokes an enemy or antagonist. The Stormfather, of course, is a strange offshoot of this, his theoretical nature changing depending on which era of foreignism is doing the talking. Yeah. I really like that because the uh, the unseen Lord uh, with the void spren, it just, you know, so many images are coming through my head with regards to that. The unseen Lord, it's like, you know, the eye of, it's, it's, it's Sauron, it's Lord of the Rings, it's Satan. We, it's We get a really important set of words here yeah. that we haven't had before. Which, uh, void which spren. The, I know, the void spren. I know. But nothing is mentioned about it. Nope, just that. The various, so remember, the remember various that, void spren with their we unseen... We need to remember Brandon Sa- Mr. Sanderson's way of doing things. He yeah. throws out a word like void spren. Yeah. That's it. And then maybe a little later on, a little they'll later, talk a little bit more about more. void spren, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Well, I, I, I like it with their... I, I like this, this, this whole unseen lord. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, and they and the the great part of it is is they don't t- they don't say a name. They give a name to the other two, cultivation and yeah, honor, yeah. but they don't give a they name don't. to this one because oh well, depending whose name changes depending on which culture we're speaking of. Well, why don't you say a name, Yasna? Ah, yeah. it's a it's a where's Dunny moment where we're not actually getting yeah. the answer to the question we want. Well, and I'm just going to connect the dot here. Unseen Lord, unseen means invisible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like how they were describing the the, the parchment. When, uh, what do you mean when they were describing the parchment? Oh, because the parchment are like are just invisible. blending into society, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not saying that they're void spring or anything like that. I'm no. just saying. But it makes, it makes sense they're connected because Yasna and Shalon both agree that they think the parchment are void bringers. Mm-hmm. So there's a connection there for sure. Yasna says, that was a tangent. I apologize. You're so sure he isn't real, the Almighty. I have no more proof of him than I do of the Thalen uh, passions, new relic or of the Pure Lake or any other religion. And the Heralds, you don't think they ever existed? I don't know, Yasna says. There are many things in this world that I don't understand. For example, there is some slight proof that both the Stormfather and the Almighty are real creatures, simply powerful spren. Such as the Night Watcher. Such as the Night Watcher. So she's calling the Almighty, the Stormfather, and the Night Watcher. And the Night Powerful Watcher. Powerful Spren. Powerful Spren. I know. 
It's crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really, it's really cool. It's really cool to think that these little wisps of things are actually, you know, important, all, <laughs> like right? Nothing. Like among the most important things in this right. whole, in this yeah. whole thing. And it's funny because we've like passed them off as cute at the beginning. Oh, they're so yeah. cute. Oh, they're and... so cute. These little, yeah, um, yeah, and they're also a god. Very dangerous. <laughs> yeah. You are relieved of uh, your other duties of study, uh, Yasna says, for the next few days. You've only one focus for your scholarship. She points towards the pattern on the floor. You are the only person in centuries to have the chance to interact with a cryptic, Yasna says. Study it and record your experiences in detail. Mm-hmm. This will likely be your first uh, writing of significance and could be of utmost importance to our future. Yeah, I like this a lot because she's think? like, you know, this could be the very first important work like written work you've ever done and it wouldn't just be important like it could be really important for the future of things because no one's ever been you right now like we have no records of you being uh uh, whatever it is that you're doing right yeah it's so hard for me not to say well so i'll say this it's so hard for me to not use the vocabulary that i have in my brain for the things that haven't come out yet the things yeah like i know i have i I have words i have plenty of words to use and i can't use any of them Uh, okay well i i appreciate you know helping you know keeping me in the dark because Mm -hmm. it's been really hard to keep me in the dark yeah um it was like all of all of uh way of kings i couldn't use the word windrunner and at the very end, they say right. Windrunner. And I'm like, oh, finally, finally, right. I can use that word. <laughs> oh, geez. But uh, yeah, what, so she, yeah. um, Shalon is not looking forward to experimenting with this pattern because she's like, great. No. She's like, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get to hang out with the, with the creepy dude. Right. What's, uh, what's your, uh, your highlight for this chapter? Uh, my highlight, I think the Spren being gods, like, um, or gods being Spren. Or gods being spren, yeah, I guess is, yeah. is a better way to say it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, both statements yeah. probably could be true. I, uh, at this point, we only have what Yasna is saying. So, I mean, remember, who discovered the Parshendi? It all depends on who you ask. So, right, right, right. So, it's one of those yeah, kinds so of books. I mean, that's probably my highlight. But I still like this whole thing of you know Yasna. You know, I want to be on your team. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind it's of thing. It's too bad we're not on the same so, club. Yeah, it's too bad that we're not part of the same order. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of read a little bit into that just to. Yeah, that's okay. You can have these two women. uh, You're allowed to. Yeah, my uh, my highlight is a silly one. I just love the the stupidity of the pattern falling off falling, the, falling you know, off it's like the, well yeah, the wall scrambling. falling off of it and just like <laughs> yeah. bumbling and stuff i really like yeah. that it's super yeah. playful and um, the Osna's disappointed she's like this is like yeah. an important <laughs> yeah and then and then shalon's like you want me to study this thing like seriously yeah. like yeah. i really like it i like how equally um terrified shalon is of it still and mm-hmm. how it shouldn't be terrifying at all because it looks like a bumble it's like the worst bumbling spren that anybody's ever seen right. i really like it i think it's really funny i also think it's really cool that this uh inky black um, yeah little ivory. man is called ivory mm-hmm. the exact opposite of what it what it's you, an ebony might, and ivory yeah it's pretty cool it. yeah it's yeah. really cool like it's you know things aren't always what they seem so it's no. kind of you know yeah, it's yeah. really cool. You know what else? You know what is Great what chapter. it seems? You know what it is what it seems? The info what? dump. The info dump. Let's get yeah. to it. Um, yeah, hit me. Super short info dump. Um, we, like I said, this whole chapter was an info dump. But there was th- something from the Bridge 4 chapter that um, was mentioned that we didn't talk about. And that mm-hmm. was 
Um, Rind, the quartermaster, his um, rank in the Dawn is he's the he's one of the lowest ranking allied eyes that you can get in the the, the Dawn ranking, um, and they're known as tenor. When you're that low, yeah, right to, on the on, yep. the on the light eye scale and that yep. close to dark eyes, yep. you, they they refer to you as tenor. Yeah, they call um, you and tenor. Yeah. Um, I remember from the first book that Lamoral was also one of these. Um, light eyes who was, remember they talked, uh, a gas talked about how these light eyes, you have to be careful with them because they're so low on the rung and so close mm-hmm. to dark eyes that they feel almost like they have to overdo their authority with dark eyes because they have something to prove. Clearly our buddy Ryan here doesn't have anything to prove. He seems like a really jovial, happy man. <laughs> um, he didn't really care too, too much about what uh, bridge four was doing and, and like with the, the tattoos and all that kind of stuff. I, 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 I like this guy. Um, so yeah, he's a tenor. <laughs> Um, that's the info with, dump. There's, yeah. uh, that's it, uh, for, it for the uh, episode, so we did man. Pretty good. So, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just, again, I'm just going to say great chapter. I just feel really small right now. Of course. Even though we're learning more, I just, this, this is, um, it just, it continually, uh, sort of, uh, unfolds, but unfolds into like areas that are much more vast. Right. Welcome to the series, bro. Welcome to the Cosmere. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, if you want to um, support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash heroes of our Patreon team is growing more and more every day. Um, we want to say thank you and to, uh, a what up to uh, some of our new patrons. <laughs> we want to say thank you and hello to Jan Z, uh, Lexi Riviera and uh, uh, Rivera, sorry, Lexi Rivera and uh, Alexander Garza. So um, thank you so much for joining the team. Um, uh, they're going to be uh, joining on the discord and having chats with us. They are going to get yeah, to experience our new show called ugly mugs that we put on just the Patreon sh- uh, <laughs> uh, site. It's Jack and I talking over coffee every Saturday morning about the week that was in the storm pod world. We answer questions from uh, the, the patrons. So if you are interested in any extra content, go over to patreon.com slash heroes of if you're interested in uh, uh talking to us or reaching out you can do so at heroes of a at gmail.com you can always reach out at uh, heroes of one on twitter or find us um on instagram at the storm pod um that's the show everybody um we love you very much thank you for listening um until next time take care everybody heroes of presents storm pod a Stormlight Archive podcast. Book two, Words of Radiance.